I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. This is Aresh Shirali from Mint, and I'm here to introduce you to our latest podcast, Mint Views Daily Dispatch. I have with me my colleagues Anant Vijay Kala, Srija Kundu, Srijay Sinha, and Rohit Ranjan. The idea is to offer you insights on the latest issues that catch our attention every day. Welcome to Mint Views. The big global issue today and in India and everywhere else in the world is, is West Asia on the verge of a flare-up? Are we about to see a war over there? We know what happened this morning. Iran fired a set of missiles, ballistic missiles, probably a dozen or more, aimed at U.S. targets, in particular, U.S. bases in Iraq. The U.S. says there have been no casualties so far, as reported, while Iran is claiming that there were casualties, not just casualties, possibly Americans killed. We're not sure what the facts on the ground are yet, and we also know that a plane flying, which took off from Tehran, a Ukraine Airways plane, actually crashed very soon after these attacks. We don't know if these events are linked, but suspicions have already arisen. Uh, Are we looking at an escalation of hostilities in this region? As we know, America had assassinated a top general of Iran barely a few days ago, and this seems to be Iran's response. So are we on the verge of a war? That's the whole question that we're going to debate today. Uh, Srija, what is your view on this? It's true, Arish, that um, the measures taken by Iran is definitely a direct retaliation to the you know, to the political assassination, what they are calling, of Qasem um, Soleimani. But I would suggest, or I would rather say, that it definitely doesn't lay the groundwork for a full-scale war. You know, it's so it's the the you know the, the facts by which the attack was carried out actually lays the the truth in the sense because. You see that the ballistic missiles were fired in the middle of the night when the Americans were asleep. So the attack was done in a very strategic and very calculating manner so that no Americans would be killed. So so that the US don't take a countermeasure or don't attack to the Iranian aggression. So I would say that from the Iran side, from the Iranian perspective, it's more of a symbolic gesture, it's more of a nationalist response. And you know, when you have an authoritarian government, like Iran has it, you saw in the funeral, during the, how the mourners were chanting anti-Trump slogans and anti-America slogans. So, just, so this could be a measure for the government to sort of lay out or, you know, to garner support from the public. Because also, you see, Soleimani is a very important military commander. So his decimation cannot be likened to the decimation of 
al baghdadi or osama bin laden who were mostly non state actors so i would say that uh, it definitely doesn't uh, you know result in a full scale military conflict as people are fearing so you're saying this is the end of the hostilities basically the us got what it wanted from its domestic perspective an election is underway or coming along and uh, iran has possibly got what it wanted a response a solid response and they can probably all back off and cool things down uh would that happen though because iran says this is the beginning of their uh, you know revenge what would you say anand yeah i hope what she's saying comes out to be true but uh, i fear that this may not be the case you know at this point of time we don't know what has been the casualties uh, in the iran attack uh, nobody can nobody has said uh, authoritatively what exactly da- what da- damage has been done until that becomes clear it's a bit early to say what kind of a response we should expect from america but what is of uh, you know broader concern is that on one hand we've got a president an american president who's highly unpredictable and on the other hand we've got a regime that is highly hostile so a combination of uh, you know such kind of people on both sides you never know what kind of an escalation you the world might be facing and you know it's true that to a certain extent iran might, might be trying to assert that the country is together on uh, to oppose what america has done and it might be trying to show the strength uh, display of strength against their actions but when you, when you're firing missiles at each other and you're trying to control the ex, the scale to which you do that it's very easy for that situation to spill into a war also you you cannot always control all your actions and when it becomes a matter of pride rather than logic or sensible actions uh, it's very difficult to control so i think there is a genuine threat that west asia escalation can take place mm-hmm. that's a classic case for escalation both yeah. sides need to demonstrate that they are ahead and they are up on the war and therefore they keep escalating upwards shrijay what do you make of the situation here uh, i would tend to agree with slightly agree with uh, anand there is always a danger of escalation especially uh, with iran and the us on the op- on the opposite sides uh, uh, but i think uh, here on uh, as as you can read from trump's tweet Trump would would want to pipe down here on uh, there are reasons for this uh, the us has got a key military strategist for iran that is suleimani remember uh, he had he had built a, a large arc of shiite alliance across middle east that actually uh, almost always foiled the us us strategies uh, in the middle east they have got suleimani he is he is out of the out of the way and trump is quite chuffed about it he would want to pipe down pipe down now and he would not try to escalate it further as can be as can be seen from his own tweet also elections are around the corner for him and he would seek re-election in that con- context escalating it further could could actually uh, 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 raise sentiments against him because the, the americans do not want their soldiers dead uh, in, in the deserts but the other trouble here seems to be uh that while the american objective was to get suleimani out of the way stated objective the iranian objective might just be to see that trump loses the election remember they had a nuclear deal going with the democrat president who was the predecessor of trump and they want to revive that nuclear deal very clearly because they haven't entirely backed away from it they're still kind of halfway here and halfway there on the nuclear deal they are probably hoping that they get a democratic white house next year 
and will be able to revive that deal. If that is the case, they would probably take more action to put Trump on the back foot or in a losing position, which could mean uh, more hostility. And that seems to be another major reason why we need to fear that this is not the end of it. Let's hope it is, but let's hope uh, sense prevails on either side. As of now, things are looking a little dangerous. Thank you. That will be all for today. Tune in tomorrow to get your dose on Mint's editorial discussions. If you have recommendations or any issue that you would like us to discuss, please send in your suggestions to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. For more on Mint views, you can follow us on Twitter at Shrija Kundu. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.